Welcome to College Counseling Corner, a podcast dedicated to college mental health brought to you by Drs. Jordan Bernard and Greg Betts. Jordan and Greg are affiliated with Amherst College and the University of Hartford, respectively. The views expressed in this podcast are not reflective of their home institutions. Nice job. Boom. Boom. Here we go. Welcome, everyone, to the inaugural episode of the College Counseling Corner. I'm Jordan Bernard. And I'm Greg Betts. Thank you all for listening. So this is our first podcast, and we are very excited to be doing this. Yeah, yeah. Long time (laughs) in the making here. Yes, yes. Yeah. So before we get started, uh, both Greg and I thought it would be a good idea to talk a little bit about the background of this podcast, who we mm-hmm. are, why we're doing this, what our inspiration is, um, and then kind of get into it a little bit more. Greg, do you want to start? Sure, sure. Um, so I'll, I'll share just a little bit. I, this, is, this is not my first rodeo, Jordan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, done... Um, what was called the Counseling Corner podcast um, back when I was at the University of New Haven. And we just had a handful of episodes there. And then I had left and now come to the University of Hartford, where I've been for um, just over about a year and a half now. And so it's it's been a real desire of mine to get back to it. I really love doing it. Um, I hope that it had some impact for the students that listened to it at the time. Um, At the same time, to get started with with uh, a new podcast and to be bringing, you know, there's just so much going on. Obviously we'll get to it later, but just um, to be bringing, you know, some of our perspective and hopefully some support and some help to students um, was just a real big, you know, important uh, aspect of, of doing this and something I've, you know, I've thought about. And again, I've really missed this kind of thing for a while now. Um, And so in my own efforts to kind of get it going, took a lot of like twists and turns and it was supposed to be going by the end of the semester and then it wasn't and then it was. And then out of the blue, you came in and said, you know what, we're doing this together. And I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that uh, that that really encompasses a lot of what I was going to say. I I think I'm glad you mentioned previous podcasts you've done. So Mm. because I think it's helpful to to mention why we're calling this the college counseling corner and what Mm. we mean by college counseling. Um, So Greg and I are both licensed psychologists, Greg in the state of Connecticut, me in the state of Massachusetts. And we work at our respective institution, college counseling centers, which means that we see a variety of students for all types of uh, mental health concerns, ranging from depression, anxiety, um, all the way up to, schizophrenia, family concerns, identity issues, um, mm. everything that you can think of. So for me, we, and we've been doing this for a while now, right, Greg? Yeah. You know, we're, it's, been, and, it's been longer than I think it's, I don't know if you, if you would say this about yourself, but it's been longer than I think it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're both well, still semi-new in terms of being licensed and like fully practicing, sure, sure. you know, psychologists, but we've been at it for a while. Right. Well, here's here's something that will will highlight that you and mm. I met in grad school 13 years ago. Jeez. So. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> that was let's see a, a couple of marriages and several children. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh wow. Yeah. So during that time, we have worked at a number of different colleges. We've both held other positions in different 
aspects of um, mental health work, mental health care. And we want to share our thoughts on all of that knowledge and be able to give um, students, but really anyone, a chance to hear our perspectives on things. Our perspective is just that. It is informed by what we've experienced and what our identities are, but it is not the, you know, it doesn't have to be the opinions of anybody else. And quite frankly, I don't know how you feel about this, Greg, but I I really want people to listen to this with a critical ear and think where their views may differ. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, I hope, I mean, you know, you and I share a lot of things, but I would imagine even, even in the midst of this kind of how our own views may differ. And I think to leave that, uh, to leave that open and, and again, I, I, I hope, you know, just by virtue of what we do and how we approach things like that's, that's kind of our jam. (laughs) That's our job to, to always be kind of highlighting the difference in views. And, um, even if those differences are, are especially, and I think that'll come up this episode, like, when it comes to your own thoughts and feelings, um, right. and like an internal conflict, those kind of things. But absolutely, right. I, yeah, I hope you know we can we can bring a particular perspective. But I think always um, acknowledging that it's it's just ours and it's not you know the the be all end all by any stretch of the imagination. Right. So right, yeah. Well, and I would say we are recording this now in early June 2020, and yes. so one of the additional. Um, motivations for doing this is um in case people forgot we're in the middle of a pandemic and oh that thing yeah, <laughs> that thing really and so that made that made for a natural uh starting off point for us to really talk about that because um it has impacted both of our work works greatly and um in very sad ways and sometimes enlightening ways um but i I think the plight of college students during a pandemic is something that we need to talk about all the time because it is absolutely um, something that is very real that all mm-hmm. of you that are college students right now um, are going through. So that was certainly an additional inspiration for doing this and doing this now. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. And, and, you know, we'll, we'll segue into um, to more of it kind of in detail, but just the idea that uh I don't know. I, I think the idea that like you can still be, you can still be hopefully, hopefully <laughs> contributing something that's, that's helpful to people, even if it's, you know, from our own homes. <laughs> right. Uh, right. And I think, you know, again, we'll be talking about this more in detail in terms of the impact on students, but I think just, you know, not to speak for for you as well, but for you and I, like the, the nature of having to adapt our work, which is, is, entirely in person up until this point and like how important it is and how, how gratifying it is, you know, to do in-person work, to have to take an entire left turn um, and now start to do it virtually. But I think, you know, given that, like you said, you know, there's been challenges, there's been difficulties, but there's also been, you know, um, opportunities. And I think this is one of them, you know, in in the way that like, were, were we always, you know, planning and doing some version of this? Yes, I think we were. But, but did this did this kind of force our hand to make it happen now? I, you know, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so absolutely, I kind of appreciate it for that. I think. Yes. So. We are not to sound too cliche, but we are trying to emphasize our resilience through this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you might hear that from us a lot during this time. Yeah, certainly. Um, yeah. And and you know what? I don't know. We'll we'll get more into it as we get going and stuff. But for for what. 
what resilience real really means, I think, you know, yes. and, um, yes. and like words like that, and I think self care and whatever kind of get thrown around. Um, but we'll talk more about kind of what that what exactly. that really means as we yes. get into it. Yes. So our, our hope in this is, is, is to kind of cut through that buzzwordiness that happens in mental health. We're in an age yeah. right now where mental health is something that is much more talked about than ever has been before. People are reading articles about it. I'm certainly hearing this from friends and family that like, Hey, did you read this? Did you talk about this? Did you do this? And, and it's, uh, it's great. I think it's great because more dialogue means more awareness, but we want to actually talk about things and what they look like in reality and not just on some wellness webpage, you know, mm. with a, with a bunch of pictures of people drinking coffee and smiling. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ruined our logo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, t- we'll talk about that in the post-production meeting. Don't yeah, worry exactly. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll just, every, every, everything gets cleaned up in post. Yeah. 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 Everything. everything. Uh, no, I, All right. Well, yeah. um, Certainly before we get started, there's another thing that we need to acknowledge um, that's going on in early, as I said, we are recording this in early June. Um, we are um, a little over one week out from the, um, the vicious murder of George Floyd by four um, police officers in Minneapolis. And it would be wrong to not at least acknowledge that there is a lot going on right now and a lot of amazing protests against white supremacy, against police brutality because of that murder. Um, we need to do that. We need to acknowledge that. And we're not going to be talking about it today because we want more time to focus our thoughts, our feelings, our reactions around this murder and how to make a good podcast about it um, for you, all the listeners. It would, um, that's the only way to be respectful to um, George Floyd and his family and the protesters that are um, speaking out now against um, these awful um, policies and the crimes that have happened against black Americans. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wanted to at least share that Greg, any, any, any thoughts you wanted to yeah, add? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm so torn and you and I have talked plenty about this, even um, just again, the timing of, of so many things, you know, we've been talking and kind of planning for, for this first episode for a little while. And then even the time when we were thinking we were going to court last week and we're just, we're still getting stuff together even at the time of when we were, you know, thinking of recording up until now, so much has changed and so much has come up around this that is just so hard. And, and, and you and I are talking kind of you know, to the side of this, like uh, how many feelings we have towards it. And I'm, 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 st- I'm still torn. I'm glad we came to it in this way. Um, and I agree wholly that like we, we need that time to dedicate to it um, besides the stuff we were going to talk about for COVID yes. and whatever. And, and at the same time, I just, you know, I don't know, like without getting too far into it, because now I'm already now I'm already veering. But just like <laughs> I don't know about you, I just just I'll keep it I'll keep it short, and we can we'll come back to it. But just I feel I feel hurt, um, angry, and I just feel tired. Mm. Um, and I don't know for for what you can relate to for any of that, but just so much of it, like I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll get more into it. When I think we can yeah, get to the other sure. stuff, but I think just in in the initial reactions to it and just hearing you, I'm just hearing you put it all together like that and stuff. And just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I will echo everything that you said. I will add that I'm um, confused, hesitant of what's hesitant to be optimistic with all these amazing protests happening. Um, Something that I hope 
our listeners understand is that the issues that we're talking about in the podcast, we're talking about with students on a daily basis. So mm-hmm. rest assured um, that we're talking about this with our students and everyone comes from it with a different lens. So we're, we're, when we're doing individual work, we're, we're matching that, that lens. Um, but, f- but when we're not, when we're just thinking about it or how we're going to pr- approach this for a podcast, I, I think, yeah, that's what we're grappling with is how do we bring our own stuff, our own lenses, our own biases, our own um, emotions about it and, and capture what's really going on. And, and there's no act in reality, it's impossible to capture everything around racial injustice in America into yeah. a podcast, mm-hmm. into a conversation and that's okay. And, yeah. and, and we'll do our best. We want to do our best. We, we will try. Will we get everything right? Absolutely not. That's no. one of the things, one of the underlying themes of doing this is that like, <laughs> we don't always know no. the right thing. And that's totally fine. And it's a hard thing to learn when you're in college, but it, it, it's the truth. Yeah. So. Well, put, sir. Oh, you're thank so, you. Thank you. So eloquent. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> As no. are you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we're, we, we're not even 20 minutes in. We're already patting each other in the back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I guess, yeah, we're, we're, I think maybe we'll, we'll kind of use this as our segue a little bit to turn because we're, we're, we could clearly keep going into it, but yes. I, I, you know, I want to, I want to honor our decision because I think it's the right one to give it, to give the time it needs. But I'm, I'm also glad to just have a moment for us to, sure to acknowledge and to let, to let this, to acknowledge it. Cause this is, this yes. is what is happening right now. And I know for many of you listening, like this is, you know, very much in your hearts and minds right now, you may very well be, or, you know, either going out to protest or coming back from them. And this is just such an important moment for all of you that, yes. that I really, I really hope um, can open some eyes and for people to see all of these issues much more clearly than they would have before. Yes. I hope that's what yes. happens, but anyway. Whatever you're doing right now to speak out, whatever you're doing right now to understand and educate yourself and educate others, keep doing it. Just keep mm-hmm. just keep doing it. That's yeah. that's all I want to say now. Yeah. So all right. All right. So let's feels like a good place to switch topics. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Greg and I thought it would be imperative to spend this first episode talking a little bit about um, the pandemic that has hit the um, entire world starting in late 2019, early 2020. Um, in the U.S., most, if not all, schools switched to remote learning in mid-March, sending everybody home um, or to emergency ho- housing if their home areas were deemed unsafe. In-person graduations were canceled. Summer programs have been canceled or happening remotely. Um, Greg and I can spend hours talking about the different variables that have caused more stress for college students during this difficult time. You have everything from toxic home lives, increased isolation, disconnection from friends, on and on and on. Um, But Greg, the bottom line is that it is pretty clear that this pandemic has created a higher level of distress for all students. Um, Times Magazine recently had a study that showed rates of severe mental distress among 18 to 29-year-olds rose from 4% in 2018 to 38% since the pandemic started. Jeez. Yeah. And add to that a recent Washington Post article that highlighted the difficulties students are experiencing getting support from the Counseling Center 
i.e. me and you and we can mm-hmm. we don't even need to talk about that um and how difficult that is now there are so many logistical issues getting the support we want to be reaching out to every student that we can and there are just there are, there are barriers to that um so greg with yeah. that um great optimistic uh <laughs> intro <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah what are your initial thoughts um about how college students are handling the pandemic what what needs to be done moving forward? Just play it out, lay it all out. There, mm-hmm. geez. <sighs> no pressure. Handling, yeah, no, no pressure whatsoever. <laughs> it's like you just set it up so well there that it's like, yeah. where do I go? Um, I, I think one of the things I really wanted to highlight again when you and I were putting this episode together, um, and it's it's going to become. I honestly hope it does become a kind of a broken record for us for doing this podcast in general is what it means to validate your emotions. And that I think I, I can't speak for you and your work with your students. Um, but that I think has to be one of the most important uh, features of my work with anyone that I meet with. And I think it certainly comes to bear for this in the middle of this crisis that we're currently in. Uh, so all of the feelings that are coming up, um, for any of you, and again, we've, I think we've already heard them from the the clients we've met with, you know, along with many of the students that we, we will have no contact with, um, is just, there's, there's such a mixture of things. And I think when, when we talk about validation, it's to, to know that what that means is that it's it's valid. It is true. These Mm -hmm. are the things that are coming up to you, no matter what they are, um, and those are all entirely true based on your own experience of what's happening. And that alone is just something that I think just does not, um, we don't do that for ourselves. We often don't do that for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this is something, like I said, that I've, I've seen come up in my work with college students long before this. Um, and I believe it's something that I really want us to highlight here in, in the context of everything happening and that, whatever you're dealing with. And there's, there's just so many things that, um, that come to mind to me on just to name a few, of course, the, the one, the forefront being grief, um, mm-hmm. being sadness, loss for any of you that have directly lost someone, um, a friend, a parent, a grandparent, um, uh, extended family, aunts and uncles, cousins, whatever the case may be, that, I'm sure sits heavy for all of you at the forefront of your minds. And that, that I think is only kind of the, I don't want to say the most obvious one, but the the one that I I think of immediately when it comes to this, because obviously so many, so many people have died Um, Mm. and it's, it's horrendously tragic. Um, And at the same time, I think you have to kind of come back to the idea of validation. Like there's a lot of other feelings that have come up along there. And I think we've all, sat with especially you know as the semester's ending especially like in the midst of once you did come home to start um online classes um for i don't know about for your university but for us it was um they were first students were first going home in the midst of spring break so you didn't even have kind of classes to start with but um the boredom yeah the the loneliness the just kind of what what may feel to some people is like an absence of of strong feeling because there's just there's nothing Right. You went from right. this is what life was, what you were hoping and expecting it to be. And, and we'll talk more about kind of our, our feelings towards our, our fourth year students. Um, but 
to just be kind of dumbfounded in that way. And then you're dropped into something where like, you know, you're, you're back at home, you're probably living with parents or, or who knows what your living situation may be. But, you know, you just, that feeling of like, what, what do I do with myself maybe? Um, yeah. And again, like I said, boredom may come up, certainly loneliness. You cannot have the same connections that you had with friends before. It's just, you know, you can do the best you can. And I'm, I, you know, I'm grateful for all the tools we do have virtually, but it's still not the same. Um, yeah. So I, I think, you know, and we'll, again, we'll keep coming back around to this more and more, but to communicate to all of you that whatever it is, it is all right. Whatever the feeling is, no matter how strange it may feel, no matter how weird or how kind of ugly or how much you don't want it to be there, um, it is all allowed to be there. It all is all there for a reason to the degree that our feelings are telling us things about what our experience is at that moment um, and possibly what we need to take care of ourselves. Um, but that's, that's really, if, if you get nothing else from this in our meanderings on things, <laughs> I really want to make that message clear for whatever is coming up. Yeah. Um, because there's so many things, you know, again, in, in the, if I would call it like the best of times, I guess, you know, when you, in your, when you were in a typical semester for anybody, you know, that even for, for first years now, this was your second semester. Like, there were stressors and stuff anyway. <laughs> there yeah, were plenty of things yeah. that we talked about in a regular, in a regular session, let alone a completely um, nearly unprecedented event. You know, the last time we had a pandemic in the world was what, you know, Spanish flu a hundred years ago. So, yeah. Um, yeah. so this is just something that, you know, it, it, there is no uh, context here, you know, for, for any of us, sure. let alone sure. any of you. And I think, um, I've said it to my, my own clients I meet with and I've to just kind of say it again, you know, just, I, I feel for all of you to be in this moment. Yeah. Um, I think we both remember what it was like for us to be in, in our undergrad and in our graduate careers in college and stuff. And this is just so, so unprecedented to be faced with something like this. So it just, yeah. my, my heart goes out to all of you for, for what, what you've endured in this time. Yeah. I, uh, I agree with all that. I think one of the, uh, important things you started by saying, you know, we need to validate emotions and people may be saying, mm -hmm. well, duh, of course. Yeah. But, yeah. but what I, what I want to emphasize about that is the, the comp the complexity of emotions related to the pandemic for college students. Cause we have to point out that this is a pandemic that largely college students are going to be fine. They're, yeah. they're, uh, um, um, I should, I should preface that by saying college students with complex medical issues are more at risk. So absolutely, we want to acknowledge that. But for healthy 18 to 29-year-olds, the range of, for college students, um, mm -hmm. they're going to be okay. So a lot of what's happening now is in protection of other populations, people with complex uh, health concerns, uh, elderly populations. Um, so, so there is there's mixed feelings of like anger, jealousy. Why am I doing this? Because, you know, why do I have to be suffering when this may not impact me? I'll just get a cold and be able to move on. I shouldn't have to lose a whole semester or maybe even an entire year of on-campus living just for that. Um, there is, there is a lot of, of those kind of emotions. And those are, those are tricky because students by and large, are empathetic people and they want to they want to do what's what's 
not just the good for themselves, but for the greater good. And so there's, I've noticed a lot of people kind of doubting themselves for having those emotions and, and feeling angry at themselves for even question, questioning that jealousy or that anger or that why me kind of aspect. And, and I, I guess I just want to like label that as mm-hmm. something that's very, very real. And then honor the fact that you are losing out. There is a loss here that college is finite. It's not just, it's not just going to go on forever. And so, you know, whatever semester you're in that now has passed without the same experience that you were promised or were hoping for, or were looking forward to. So we can hold, we can hold both things up at the same time, the need for public health priorities and the, the sadness, anger, jealousy over losing something that other people have gotten. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I think it does. Yeah. I think it does. I'm, I'm glad to hear. And that's, um, I'm glad to hear you put it that way. And then a little bit before we were kind of talking about preparation for this, like those, those are those, those feelings, especially a lot of the ones you just named there, like that are, that are quote unquote, not okay. Yeah. That, that I, I shouldn't have, I am not allowed to have that. Oh, you know, like, oh my goodness, like, how could I even, even think that or something in the midst of everything that's happening? And I, I, I like the way you put it, and it reminds me of the thing that um, I'll often say this to, to many, if not most of my clients, to the degree they get tired of hearing it, but kind of uh, the, the idea that the answer to most questions is both. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think you highlighted it there. Of It is not, and I think we, we fool ourselves, you know, not deliberately, but just it just happens. And and there's all sorts of reasons for that, but um, we fool ourselves a little bit into thinking that these things are either or. Yeah. That it's it's either I I need to be sad and I need to be um, uh, attentive and understanding of for for all those that have you know lost loved ones and for the the immense toll that this is taking on our world. Um, so it's either that or I can be angry about you know missing out on my favorite class or, you know, my sports season ending early or the fact that I don't get a full graduation and like, I, I can't have both of them. So I got to go for one or the other. Right. And that's just, right. it's a fallacy. Yeah. Um, but, but again, it's one that we all fall into and, and that's okay too, you know, yeah. right. <laughs> Cause right. we, we all do that. We right. don't try to, but it's just the nature of it because there's such strong things in either side here. Right. Um, so I really like you, you point out and just to kind of, um, push that just a little bit further like right. it is it is both it is um both. a uh, a picture i have in my office and i have this deliberately um has it's like a, a guy you know standing on a ladder like you know painting something like he was painting like a wall or something like that and there's just a big burst of a, of lots of colors and it's kind of like a backdrop of like a galaxy um and i always use that as kind of an example to point out to my clients and stuff like our feelings being like uh more like colors than like you know, just words or something if you yeah. kind of follow that image. Yeah. And this idea that much like colors, like they blend together, like really we use these words and I, I, I'm sure you do too, like in session because they're, they're instructive and they're useful, but like, you know, anxiety, sadness, um, anger, whatever. But these words are just words. Like our experience of our feeling is way more complex right. and nuanced than that. Yeah. And I think this is what we're trying to highlight here, like especially in something like this, when you're reacting to something so huge, so much bigger than yourself, it's going to impact in all these different ways. And you're going to take these twists and turns where like one moment 
you are like hugely sad and you're, you're really hurt. And I mean, I, I can speak from my own experience. Like it's whacked and wanes in that way of like, sometimes, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm reading the news and it's just like, Oh my God, like you're just, it hits you so hard. Yeah. yeah. And then other moments where it's just like, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm tired of not being able to go anywhere. Yeah. I miss yeah. my best friend and I want him to come right. and hang out with him. Well, and, um, and, and I would argue the the coronavirus uh, slash COVID-19 pandemic has highlighted inequities in our society that that get highlighted for people of color all the time. And, you know, we early research is showing that um, the coronavirus is impacting um, black and brown communities at a higher rate than white communities. So that's going to bring up another area of anger and resentment for a lot of students. And when you when you add to that, because nothing happens in a vacuum, when you add to that the fact that students are having their education from home, meaning people are being led into an area of their life that they didn't necessarily think that other students were going to be led into, meaning their Zoom. Now they have to do Zoom from their class, from their bedroom, as opposed to be in a classroom with other students. It's bringing up all those other issues of inequities who has good wi-fi versus who doesn't have good wi-fi who has their own private room who has um a nice backdrop who's doing classes you know looking out from this beautiful lawn and who you know is in a um uh, a cramped area it's just there there's so many things that create anger and jealousy and sadness where we didn't think we were going to have to we, we never we didn't think this was going to have to happen nobody thought that they mm -hmm. were going to have to take classes from their bedroom uh in college yeah. and now all of a sudden we have to um for the spring that's happened and there's a chance that's going to happen in the fall so mm -hmm. i guess that's a, a, a another topic to get into is that what what do we say to students knowing that the amb the ambiguity the ambivalence ambivalence is still there we're in the summer now so classes aren't happening at the same rate as they do in the spring and fall semesters, but we don't know what's going to happen come August, come September. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. What, what, what does that mean for students? Like, what do we, what can we say to them because of that? Yeah. You just keep setting me up. I'm setting you up for that. Though. I just realized. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> no, it's, it's really good. I'm, I'm glad you, you come back to them. Cause I know you and I have um, talked about that separately, you know, outside of this podcast and stuff, just, what we've already noticed a little bit and just what, what worries me a little bit and just, just feels just awful. And, and it's one of these things of like, you know, it's just the result of like, I don't know the way things are, not the way they should be, but, um, uh, and, and again, I don't want to you know speak for you or something, but I, I imagine, you know, kind of for, for you as well. And I know for me, like part of the joy of working in the institutions where we're at is to see people that, we can see for no cost that would not have been able to get therapy otherwise mm -hmm. um, for first generation students, for, um, for students of color, for mm -hmm. um, students on the LGBTQ spectrum and stuff where, where to do therapy at home for all sorts of reasons just would not be possible. Right. And it's just so, it's really great. And I, I love meeting with those students where like you can, where somebody can sit down with you for the first time where there's things that, that, they're able to discuss that they've never been able to discuss before. Um, and that's such an honor and a privilege to work where we work to do that. And it really feels kind of um, threatened in that way now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. for all the reasons you said, where it's just, 
just for for the for the basics of stuff that like you know not everybody has the same things has the same yeah. access and it really uh, it really frustrates me that that's um that's kind of the reality of of how maybe you know we have to practice and how it's going to impact students but i'm I'm getting, I'm getting clearly sidetracked for the come back to kind of your question of like, how, what do we say to them? Like, I think, you know, please, please seek us out. Um, please seek us out in whatever way you can. Uh, and re- I don't know for what it's going to be like for your campus and we're still kind of developing ourselves, but regardless of whatever form it takes, and we are, we are here. Yeah. Um, even, even if the only form you can get, and I think that's the other reason for doing this is like something like this podcast. Right. Um, if you got hopefully even access to, you know, something of a, you know, computer, smartphone, whatever, that you can access a podcast and you can hopefully get something, some support, some help for that. If that's, I hope it's more, especially if you need more, if you need therapy, but if that's it, then this is, this is something I hope we can provide. Um, besides that, I don't know, you know, I just, it's moments like these. And, and I don't know if you felt kind of the same way that you just, you feel a little powerless and you feel a little helpless for you know, these, there's, it just feels like so many barriers to like how we would want to help people. Yeah. I, I would, I would say we are totally, we're all powerless because honestly we can talk right now about what our, our respective institutions are going to do and it doesn't matter. It's going to change. It, it, mm-hmm. it could, yeah. and it probably will change in July yeah. and in August and in September. I mean, the, we could start every college student in the country could go back to school and a month later be forced to go home because, oh, by the way, that's exactly what happened in March. So, yeah, so yeah. That's, that speaks to just how how this the coronavirus pandemic has changed everything because it forced us to rethink the fragility of everything in terms mm-hmm. of what we have. I mean, we had to let go of so much and are still letting go of a lot so quickly. And so I I, I think that um what i from a from a like a practical standpoint what i want to say to students when thinking about the fall is that do not let yourself to get caught up by the what ifs okay you are all extremely smart people and extremely energetic people that want to make a plan and you should make plans uh you absolutely absolutely should take time to make plans for what will the fall like if you're at home and what will the fall like if you're back at school but set limits for yourself. Setting limits is a really, that's an actual, when people say self-care, that's an actual mm. step of self-care. Yes. Set a limit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And when I yeah. say that, I mean, literally give yourself an hour to do that. Don't give yourself an afternoon where you're bored. Give yourself an hour yeah. and put it away mm. and say, I'm done for this right now because this yeah. is all I have yeah. control over. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's it. That's a lot yeah. of a pra- from, from a practicality standpoint. That's all we can do. And we can know that if you look at those notes a week from now, mm, some of it may not even apply anymore. You know, that's the funny. I actually I've I've kept a folder. I don't know if you've done this, but I've kept a folder of a lot of the emails related to the coronavirus um, from a work perspective. And I've even gone back and looked at some of them already and been like, oh, yeah, they didn't realize this was going to happen. Oh, yeah, they didn't realize this was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, not, it's not anyone's fault. It's, it's no, that no. that was the information on March 9th. That was the information mm-hmm. on March 11th. That was the information on March 13th. So that is going to be, that's going to happen again. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, that's, so as you're going through that, exactly what you said, Greg, like, just know yeah. that 
you can reach out for support. Use us. Use use your friends. Use your family. Come up with a game plan for what what is how how can you make a fall semester during a pandemic as meaningful as you want it to be? Fully acknowledging these barriers that are still there that are that are yeah. that are going to be there, um, and and yeah. that may feel that may feel like a not so fulfilling answer. And we agree with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Where's the whole point? That's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. So that, um, that feels like a good segue. Uh, yeah. Kind of our, our final question in terms of like yes. to highlight um, for, for our graduates. Yes, for sure. Uh, because when you, you talk on that last point of like, you know, this is, uh, it's not, it's not what you were expecting it to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, is kind of the, the headline there. Um, and the, you know, the feelings of frustration of disappointment that comes along with that. Um, so I think we, we wanted to really to use a portion of this episode in particular, I think, especially the time that we're in and, you know, realizing for, for all of you that have graduated, you may not even hear this because you've already, <laughs> the semester's over, but we got to it as fast as we could. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We, but, but I, I think to highlight that for all of you, um, again, you know, this, we know this is not, none of this turned out how you wanted it to. Um, and, for, for what, if any meaning it has to just say that, you know, we're sorry that this is not, this is not gone how you envisioned and that you had, we, we know, cause we, we, we speak to, to many of you, you know, we, we do, we work with many of you individually and, and beyond that, you know, hear these concerns, like this was not what you anticipated and not what you, what, what you would hope for and to get, I think too, to just get, I don't know if you've heard this from your students, Jordan, but like to get so close to the yeah. end too, you know, you've worked up for, for four years or, you know, put it even broader, especially for like first generation students or something where, where, you know, to come to college in general was such a huge yeah. thing. And so that it's not just these four years, it's all the years prior to that. So to just get in like all these things to get to that final step and you're so close in the last semester in March, you know, right up on, you know, going in spring break to then not, not, you know, get there and not have the goodbyes you wanted, not have the, the opportunity to fully, you know, to full blown <laughs> kick in the way that you were hoping it would, you know, to, to see, you know, all of those people and have, you know, um, yeah. have fun with your friends for like that one last time before maybe you go your separate ways and stuff. Um, and to, to not have that full graduation yeah. you're envisioning, like it's awful and, and it's, it's cold comfort, but just, I think to express just how sorry we are that this is the case. Yeah. I would add to that. This is so, so this is a little bit probably where um, our own identities and our own lenses come into this conversation um, mm. and how we view graduation as a whole. I, I personally, I will own um, that I don't, put a lot of um, meaning behind the actual act of going to a graduation. I think it almost in mm. a way, it takes away from the, the totality of the four years that it takes four plus years um, that it can take to get there. Um, so I think the act of, you know, sitting on the stage and hearing the speakers and 
um, you know, uh, sharing that moment with family while that has its symbolism and meaning in, um, in American culture, I, I don't, I don't prescribe to that very highly. So I, I want to just kind of start by mm. saying that. Um, and I also want to add that I think there's, it, it needs to be said that there is reality versus expectations. And the reality is that everybody that was looking forward to all that lost it. And, it, and you, you, you explained that beautifully. Yeah. So I, I don't even need to, to, to say that again. Yeah. But also I want to point out that a lot of people have an expectation that the end of college, the graduation, the last day in your dorms, your apartments, residence halls, whatever, um, there's going to be this like movie-esque goodbye. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing yeah. <laughs> closure. You're going to, yeah. you're going to, you know, mm-hmm. drive off into the sunset with alt rock playing in the background and, and, and a smile <laughs> on your face. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll need, I'll, that I'll wasn't how yours was, Jordan? I'm, I'm going to need to that's, unpack that's, that someday. That's I don't know where that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to unpack Wait, there. That's, 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 that's its, that's own, its own episode. That, that's all my stuff. Anyway. Okay. Uh, yeah. To yeah. being serious, though, people, people like uh, feel like that's what's going to happen. And I can, I, I can say that that most of the time doesn't happen. Sure, that does happen sometimes where you can get that level of closure and, and have that meaningfulness. And I hope that a lot of you get that at a later date, if you couldn't get, obviously, if you couldn't get it because of the pandemic. Um, I hope that, I, I hope that all of you are able to go back to your home institutions to um, share some time with friends um, that you didn't get to. It's not going to be the same. I'm not saying it's going to be the same, but I, I think I would, I would, I would love for all of you to get some of that. And I know that a lot of you won't. And, and that's what's part of the grief um, piece as well. So, so just, I guess just keep that in mind that just because the symbolism of a graduation isn't there doesn't mean that you can't have closures in your own way. You can't have ongoing relationships um, in the way that you want to as well. And, and do not, mm-hmm. for one second, do not let what happened your final semester take away from whatever it is you did the four, three and a half plus years that you had before that because all of that is still mm-hmm. just as much as part of you and just as meaningful and just as powerful um as what happened with you d- being the you know the the class of 2020 will forever be remembered this way and and yeah so just i think it's important to hold both things things true yeah I'm glad you put that way. I think we're, you know, hopefully kind of to come, come back around to the message of validation and stuff like that. Like it's, I don't, I'm glad, I'm glad we're doing this. I'm glad to hear you put it that way. Cause it's, it's a nice like, kind of point counterpoint. I'm like, you know, speaking from, from what I was saying from the loss, but I think from, from what you were saying, and there's, there's plenty of students where hopefully they they can hear that from what you're saying, but plenty of them that like no. this, this was not the be all end all for them, you know? And so and a lot of them were like, yeah, like it's graduation or something. But for me, you know, like uh, for her, the, the me is like graduation was, you know, that I don't know, like that last class I took yeah. in the last semester or something. Or when this, you know, when I said goodbye to this person, this relationship changed or something like that. Like, um, and I, I, I don't know, I appreciate you highlighting that because I think that's just kind of what I hope we can continue to do with this and like kind of that, um, not entirely just like a point counterpoint, but like it's, it's, this idea yeah. of, you know, holding yeah. both here. 
of like again it's it's not just it's not just loss for what right. didn't happen it's all kind of also kind of acknowledging like there is there is a bit of an anticlimactic ness sure a make it a word it's um, on a podcast to, we can make whatever words to, we want to, <laughs> to, to, yeah we did we did it it's happened um but but there is i mean and i don't know i think just in general for us to kind of bring that home with like you know it's it's all out there and it's all and and again like i think you you can have it both ways you can have it you know from the perspective i was saying like where you missed that and then the other you know the next day you'd be like you know what no i'm good like i <laughs> right that i wasn't really looking forward to yeah. staying on that stage anyway you know i wasn't really well and, my thing and um, and, and part and of this okay part of what i'm saying so i'll 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 be honest. I'll continue with being honest. Like my, my last year of college was not my favorite year. So that's part of what's informing what I'm saying now. It was not hmm. my. Yeah. Right. Well, wasn't and, my, and, my either. Yeah. <laughs> was, so there weird. was a lot there. And, and, yeah. and so somebody that is listening to this where their final year at school was their best year is going to have a different viewpoint. And so that's fine. But, but oh, I think what yeah. happens is the expectations that, a lot of things inform expectations, popular, you know, pop culture, media, family, friends that have gone to college. And so those views are going to inform what people are thinking about right now and how their graduate, their graduation mm-hmm. or their last semester was, quote unquote, supposed to be. And and that's where mm-hmm. some of those feelings may be coming from. So I wanted I want to point out that for those people that had an amazing third year or second year first year that are now graduating you know maybe that's don't don't let anything about this pandemic take away from that those other years and and mm-hmm. yeah that's i guess that's kind of what i want to want to highlight there so okay yeah. i like it i think i think you you already said this um to the degree we're just going to kind of keep <laughs> keep going further out on, on the same point but um but make make yeah. make this your own, um, and I I would argue again you don't need I think especially with everything that's gone on over the past couple of months you kind of don't yeah. need us to tell you that you've already had to do that in a lot of ways, um, and it's it's kind of just more of the same I think of like whatever remembrance whatever goodbyes you need to have and I think this this um, applies to graduation yeah. it applies to grief and loss and all these things of like how you say goodbye to somebody, how you say goodbye to your college career, how you say goodbye yeah. to whatever you need to say goodbye to. Um, find whatever ritual, whatever idea makes the most sense for you to the degree that honestly you were yeah. going to kind of do that anyway. You know, the, the, our, our respective schools have their things and they're awesome for what they are. And at the same time, there's so many things that are so much smaller and so more personal anyway that are that you're going to hold on to in your memory. Um, so this is kind of the time, I think, to to make a yeah. point to create those things for yourselves and to think about what you want. Make it your own. Like. I love that. It's very, very, so, very good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think there will be a better note to end our uh, inaugural podcast out mm-hmm. than that. How's that sound? Okay. Mm-hmm. And any, any last words? I like it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just so excited. It is. Yes. It's a whole new frontier, yes. Jordan. Yes. The things we've, we've opened up here. The, the places we'll go. There you go. go. Another slogan. You know? oh, you're just... Start writing them down, Greg. Start writing them <laughs> yeah, down. No, this is... They're going to they're gonna be so tired with the amount of, of cliched like, things. And we're, we're only oh, getting yeah. older. Like We're on the wrong side of, of 30s now. So like the amount of... And we're both dads. So like the amount of like 
you know, dad quote unquote wisdom kind of thing coming down is just going to be, but you know, it's, it's at just the stop, end. So they can just stop. Yes. They can stop listening at this point. Wow. Anyway, okay. so it's fine. Great, great yeah. promo. Great promo for us. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. Up until then. So All good. Right. <laughs> well, um, We'll, yeah. fix, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> uh, well, thank you all for listening. Uh, if you liked what you heard today, please, please, please share, except for Greg's random ruminations. Please. Yeah, no, that's yeah, just Please just share with friends, out. family, <laughs> rate this podcast on whatever uh, platform you're listening to us. And also let us know how we could do better. All right. Take care. And until next time.